There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. This is the Big Dave Podcast. B. B-105. It's Who Was Right Last Night. You're right. On B-105. You know what? You're right. And we're stepping inside the B-105 courtroom this morning for Who Was Right Last Night. We got Veronica. Good morning, Veronica. Good morning. How's it going? We're doing great. And you have a big problem with your boyfriend, Sean. Now, what's going on? Yeah, so I've been seeing this guy, Sean, for a couple of months, and... It's kind of a messed up situation because I have a daughter. She's five years old. Her name is Bella. You know, love of my life, but obviously not Sean's kid. So Sean has a dog, and guess what the dog's name is? It's Bella. Oh. Yeah. So, you know, and I, at first I didn't think it would be a, an issue, but when we're hanging out at home or, you know, just wherever, we call for... Bella, my daughter, and the dog will come running, or vice versa. <laughs> so it's just getting kind of frustrating. First of all, how long has he had Bella, the dog? He has had Bella maybe a month or two before we started dating, and she's a rescue dog. Okay. So she came with the name Bella, I guess. Yes, I'm pretty sure. Nick got Bruce before me. And Bruce had a different name. His name was actually Kimba. Oh, really? And sometimes we'll just kind of test him out and be like, Kimba, see if he'll look. And sometimes he does look. But he's been Bruce for so long now. Yeah. So your big problem with this is that your new boyfriend, Sean, has a dog with the same name as your five-year-old daughter. Yes. And so I went to him and I was, you know, hey, do you think we could change Bella's name to something else? Because it's kind of confusing for me and... It's also confusing for my daughter sometimes just because, you know, she's still learning communication skills and she's competing with a dog now. So it's just kind of weird. I will say you talk to kids completely different than you talk to your pets. I mean, you, you know, when the, when the pet's getting in the trash can, you're going to yell, you know, Bella, get out of there at a different tone than you would your daughter. Right. It could make it sound kind of harsh parenting with a dog and a daughter the same name. I grew up with a stepsister with the same name as me, Ashley, and like we never knew who was getting oh, yeah. yelled at. But my thing is, is he refusing to change the name or like what's the conversation? He doesn't want to. I guess he feels like because Bella came with that name as a rescue dog, like changing it would be more confusing for the dog than it would for my daughter to just learn the difference between, you know, who we're talking to, which I mean, I kind of understand that, but also like it's just a dog. Right, yeah. right. Not a human being. Okay. Do you have a closing argument here, Veronica, before we go to the jury? I just feel like my daughter is more important than the dog. Aww. Yeah. Well, when you put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> and your daughter had the name first. That too. Okay. Well, let's go to the jury here. This is a different one for sure, but Statman, what do you got? 
Uh, well, I'm sorry. I'm going to be Team Sean. Let Bella keep her name. I mean, it's what the dog knows. And my name is actually Jason. And I went to school with four different Jasons. So there was always another one around. And it was kind of cool to have somebody with the same name. It was like an instant bond. And I bet your daughter Bella will probably bond with Bella the dog even more because they have the same name. So just leave it. Okay. Ash? Uh, I'm Team Veronica. I say, you know, if I think your boyfriend should consider your feelings and your requests here. The dog will answer to something else. I was uh, going to go Team Sean during this, but then I was reminded of an old Far Side cartoon by Gary Larson where it said, what we think dogs hear, and it was, oh, Ginger, you stop getting in the trash now, Ginger. You're a bad girl, Ginger. And what they actually hear, blah, 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 Ginger, blah, 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 Ginger. Blah. So I think you can make them learn another name. I mean, that's not going to be a hard thing for him to do. So... I'm Team Veronica. Change the dog's name. I mean, I wish he would. I hope he does. I say change the dog's name or maybe consider changing boyfriends. Whoa. Well, they <laughs> haven't been together that long and he's not complying. But by a score of two to one, we have sided with Team Veronica here. But let's see what our B105 uh, listeners say. 749-B105 and also through the B105 app. Okay, Veronica? I appreciate it, guys. Thank you. And I imagine we'll probably get a few Team Bellas coming in there, too, just by people that are confused. Yeah. <laughs> Thank <Probably>. you. <laughs> More of the Big Dave Podcast. Who was right last night on B105? This morning we heard from Veronica, who has a brand new boyfriend named Sean. Veronica has a daughter named Bella. Sean has pretty much a, a new dog he adopted, also named Bella. Veronica says it's very confusing uh, for the daughter and the dog to be named the same. And could he please change the name of the dog? He doesn't want to do it. Two to one, we sided with Veronica over Sean. But we've got Amanda here from Hamilton who is totally team Sean. Why is that? This chick has to go. Oh, oh my gosh. Saying something or an animal is just a dog. He had this dog before her. And now she's wanting him to change the dog's name because her daughter's name is Bella, she needs to get over it. So that's why oh. you're totally Team Sean. You're TTS. Yes. <laughs> yes. An animal is a part of the family as well. And she's just saying, oh, it's just a dog. Okay. All right. Yeah. Kristen from Walton is also on Team Sean. Yes, sir. You know, I was thinking I have pets of my own. For me, my pets are like my children because I don't have any children. And if somebody asked me to change my dog's name or my cat's name, I probably wouldn't. I don't think that's that's fair to the animal, and I don't really think that's fair to Sean. I understand that your daughter's name is Bella, but that dog came with that name. I wouldn't ask somebody else to change their name just to meet my needs. Hey, hey Kristen, what's your dog's name? I have two. I have Bo and I have Brendel. And what do you actually call them? Do you ever really use their names? <laughs> um... I call them Bobby and Brenny. So yeah, of course, yeah. Cute. It's funny how we give them, always give them names, but end up calling them something else entirely anyway. And uh, Diane from Ellesmere KY is also on Team Sean. Why is that? Well, I think, number one, Veronica is being unreasonable. Pets are family, and if she is that controlling and demanding, what else is she going to start demanding? Wow. Yeah. I don't like her. I just don't like her. She needs to get a new girlfriend. Anybody that talks about a pet like that, that it's only a pet, it's not only a pet. It's family. She needs to go.
Yeah. Ooh. Karen messaged in. She said she's Team Bella. The dog will have a hard time learning a new name when Bella is still being, you know, set all over the house. That's a good point. That's my take, and I'm sticking to it. The, the uh, only one we got that's even close to being a Team Veronica is from a Candace says, could one of the Bellas go by a nickname? Ah. Just what you got to pick one of them, the girl or the dog. Let's see. And Josh says on the B105 app, change the girlfriend. She's already trying to change something about you that was in place prior to her, and it's a downhill slope from there. Oh. All righty. It's a 742. More of the Big Dave podcast. B105, the Big Dave show, and it feels official now that John Matarese is in. And, I, you know, my vacation is now officially over. Here he is in all his glory from WCPO Channel 9. Good morning, sir. I think I'd rather be on a Disney cruise than listen to John Matarese. Oh, no. No. I missed you last Monday when I couldn't hear you. Oh, so. yeah, we, we missed you. So, you know, you were on your cruise having a great time, yeah. and you're in a room there. And whether you're on a, a cruise ship or in a hotel, there are things you are not supposed to take from the room, and mm -hmm. there are things you can take from the room really for instance hotels they want you to take uh the little soaps those little uh you know sometimes it has the hotel name on it sometimes sure. it's a fancy name but they want you to take the little soaps the, the conditioner the little bottle of lotion go ahead they really want you to take the notepad and the ink pen because it has the hotel name. Uh, uh -huh. promotional you, stay, you stay at some fancy hotel it'll Don't have worry the, about that i will definitely be it, taking it yeah it'll have <laughs> the name and you have that notepad you can you know put in the kitchen and you can sure. you know make little notes of what to buy at kroger so that's how we use them <laughs> so you know they, they want you to take the paper they want you to take uh, the, the lotion the shampoo and a lot of times they'll have like a little pair of slippers they're almost disposable slippers you can take those too you can keep those if it's like disposable slippers not fancy fancy oh, slippers yeah. now there are things you should absolutely not take from a hotel and people do and number one is the robe if there's a oh. robe you're not supposed to take the robe and a lot of times it'll have a little tag on it that says if we find this robe missing that's $200. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. It's oh, an expensive one. With the, well, like you go to a Vegas hotel, it has a name of the hotel. It's a sure. Bellagio or. Stitched on there. Yeah, too. stitched on the front. So don't walk away with that unless you're willing to pay the price for that robe. Also, don't take things like pillows. People do. They take towels. Don't take that. Wow. Don't take that from a hotel. Get your own towels. Don't get them from a hotel. And then, believe it or not, people actually try to take the electronics. You know, like the oh, little um, the little stealing. alarm I mean, clock thing you plug your, your iPhone into yeah. with the USB ports. They try to take that. That's stealing. Yeah, uh, so ditto for out. taking the Keurig coffee maker. Okay. That's stealing. <laughs> and then finally, finally, don't take the wall art, the things hanging on the wall. That's why, well, really, the cheaper the hotel, the more the wall art is screwed into the wall. There's like these bolts that you can't take the picture off the wall that's on top of the bed. That's all right, because they stole a, a you know, a screwdriver at their last stop so they can yeah. take it out. They're yeah. taking the, the picture off the wall. Oh my so goodness. To take the little things, it's fine. Okay, so you toilet know. paper, the tissue box, yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. little no. things. No, you know, <laughs> little souvenir. Don't take the big stuff. As I say, don't waste your money. What are you working on tonight, John? Oh, if you hate doing laundry, we're checking out this new service where it's like Uber. People do your laundry for you. It's called Poplin and you get on your phone and you get somebody to do your laundry for the week. Nice. What? We're going to check it out. I'm telling my mom that one. <laughs> More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show, uh, back from my uh, vacation, the old Disney cruise with the kids and uh, 
good time overall, but the first couple of days were a little rough for me because I was an absolute idiot. Uh-oh. On the oh. uh, first day at sea, the first full day we're out there, you got to understand, you're in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. There's no shade whatsoever when you're sitting out at the pool. So it, it's a Caribbean sun, man. It's hot. That's about as hot as it's going to get on you. Yeah, you're down by the equator. Yeah, you're getting there. And, and and I just, you know, I had these, I had brought a lot of sunscreen. You know, you try to bring what you're going to need for the boat. A lot of bottles. So I had this uh, pack that I got, opened up one, took it down there with me. So I'm sitting out by the pool watching some Disney movie, eating soft serve ice cream and just living my best life. <laughs> That's right. So Sounds I get like- out the sunscreen. I got my shirt off and I'm like, all right, here we go. Spray. And it just trickles out of the thing. It's not going to spray. And I'm like, come on. And I'm shaking it. I'm like, and I could have gone back to the room and gotten another one. Obviously, it was a defective can. But it was coming out. So I'm like, total dad. I'm like, I'm not going to waste the money. I'm going to use this one. The kids, Darren's shooting basketball. Dara's shopping or whatever. So I'm I'm like trickling it around on me and I'm rubbing it in. I think I've got pretty good coverage. No, I did not. I did not. That night, oh, I no. had like on my oh. chest all over huge spotches of red where I did not squirt it out good enough. You really thought that this was going to cover your body and it wasn't even coming out of the, bo- the it, bottle well, properly? It was like street, little tiny stream. And eventually it just stopped doing that. And I'm just like, God. The stupidest thing I've ever done because I was the dad for the next three days that had to be out there with a shirt on. Oh, yeah, to cover the burn. Yeah, Yeah. we're at, like, the beach. The first stop we had was at uh, St. Martin, and we had a little beach excursion, and we're out in the water, and there's Dave in a shirt. shirt. I saw you with your shirt on one of them. but. My thing is like, yeah, you can claim like, I'm not going to waste this bottle. Yeah. Are you sure you just weren't too lazy to go back to the room? No, no. I mean, the room, we were literally <laughs> right above our room. We had a great room for that area. So no, one okay. floor down. It was the money. I'm like, I'm not wasting this. I'm not. I'm stupid. I'm stupid. Oh, man. And it hurt. I, I, I was like rubbing lotion on it. And I, it finally worked. And I was able to go shirtless a couple of other days. Yeah, a few days into it. Yeah, oh, rookie mistake right <laughs> off the bat. Big time, big time. Sunburns suck. Vacation good, sunburn <laughs> bad. I'm sure that area will be peeling soon. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't very appealing to start with, though. 611. More of the Big Dave podcast. There's already Halloween candy in the stores, a plenty, <laughs> yeah. but that doesn't mean summer's over yet. No, no, no. And there's something sweet still to find out there. Here we go. No, no, no. It's Adventure Girl Summer. B105 Adventure Girl Summer continues, and my stop, the Dairy Bar in Silver Grove. If you haven't been, well, listen up, because you got to get here. I'm here with Ambria Pointer. Her mom owns the Dairy Bar. So how long have you been working here, and can you tell us a little bit about the Dairy Bar, what you guys have going on here? So I've basically been working here since I was about 15, and it's just, it's a really fun family-owned business. We've had in the family for a long time now. My grandma's owned it. So it's just been like a fun thing we all can talk about, so. And they serve everything from hoagies, burgers. What are you guys best known for? I'd say for food, our cheeseburgers, and mm. we have our Dole Whip ice cream, pineapple, and our strawberry swirl. Mm. And how late, like, through the year do you stay open? So we should be closing on Labor Day around that time. Okay, so you still have plenty of time to get here. We're down on Route 8 at the Dairy Bar in Silver Grove. You guys also have 
foot-long hot dogs. And uh, there's a sign. I love it. It says, I believe in corn dogs on, on the building. Do you believe in corn dogs? I do. <laughs> so come on out. Get you something. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Nothing to eat and just experience a little taste of heaven right here in Silver Grove. Thanks. Thank you. Dude, I love the ice cream at those places, but the hamburgers and cheeseburgers are some of my favorite ones I ever eat. They're so good. They also have munchers down there, and it's like a little potato filled with cheese. Like a tater tot filled with cheese, kind of. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. Munchers. I think munchers. I, I could eat anything that's filled with cheese. I don't, <laughs> you can tell me, here's a shoe filled with cheese. Eat it, please. But, Stat, you and Kayla used to frequent this yeah, place. Yeah, it's so funny. My wife's first, like apartment, when we first started dating, was right down the road from there. And we, we would sneak over there for our, you know, first get-togethers. Early dating, get mm. to know each other over oh. ice cream. Yeah, I got fond memories of that place. Did you and share I, a corn dog? I don't think I had the corn dogs or the cheese-filled tater tots. I, I I didn't get to try those. Well, I know where you need to take Kayla on a date next. I think we got an anniversary date coming yeah. up. See, yeah. that, I think that would be a wonderful surprise yeah. for her. A little to trip do down that. memory lane. And yeah. I'll get you some of those cheese-filled tater tots. Yeah, munchers. I'm there. Munchers, yeah, thank you. I'll yeah. take it. Mm-mm-mm. All right. Keep that Adventure Girl summer going at 626. More of the Big Dave Podcast. Hey, it's that man up at Dixie Heights. Just running into some teachers and wondering how much do they spend a year on school supplies? All right, the art teacher from River Ridge, Mr. G. All right, how much do you spend a year on school supplies? I probably spend $300. Easily, huh? Yeah, I'm the art teacher, so, you know, we got a lot of supplies. So how much have you spent on school supplies in the years past? Uh, In the years past, I've spent hundreds of dollars. Um, Sometimes when the funds aren't there, the only choice we have if we want our students to have those opportunities is to pay for it out of our pockets. And I'm lucky enough that I've been able to do that. Thank you so much for all that you do and expanding these young minds. And uh, if you ever need any help, there's Crowns for Computers. Well, and thanks to Crowns for Computers. They're a big help for teachers. Oh, they absolutely are. And that's why uh, B105 have teamed up with them to shop for teachers again this year. Help area teachers get the supplies they need for the upcoming school year and not be digging into their own pockets for it, for crying out loud. And we're not looking for you to go to Walmart or Target and buy notebooks and bring them somewhere to donate. No, no, no. We got a whole Amazon wish list at B105.com to make it easy. You just click and it'll go right to Crowns to Computers. Mm -hmm. And what I like about Crowns to Computers is it's not just like a one-time thing. Qualified teachers can go back. You know, because yeah. who knows that in the middle of the school year, you might need more stuff. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's a wonderful organization and we're happy to help it out again this year. And thanks to Huff Realty and Thomas Moore University for this and to you for helping us shop for teacher and make sure they're not taking money out of their own pockets. They, wow. yeah, yeah, they really are superheroes in disguise. I mm-hmm. mean, I was talking to the one woman and she used to bring in leftovers from the dinner before to send home with another student. Wow. So that student would have dinner at night. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, she didn't want to go on the air about that, but I was like, you are a saint. 
Yeah. And you're a teacher. This sure. Is, come on, we could support them. Teachers go the extra mile. There's no doubt about it. So uh, head over to B105.com, hit on that Amazon wish list, and do a little shopping for teacher. Yeah. Let's help them out. More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show. It is time for Luke. Or Dare. And we have got Dorothy from Delhi here uh, this morning. She just got off of work. Where were you working overnight, Dorothy? Um, I work at Bailey um, Home Services. Okay. So you're in your driveway. Your husband is in the house right now. He doesn't know your home yet. Yeah. No. Okay. Well, you, we got to ask you, do you want to do the question or do you want to do the dare? You want to hear the question first? Yes. All right, Ashley. All right, Dorothy. What was Luke Bryan's first girlfriend's middle name? I don't even know. So oh. you, you got to take the dare, I guess, right? Yeah. All right, Statman. What does she got to do? All right. Well, since you're home and your husband doesn't know it yet, you got a doorbell in the front of the house. What you got there? I have a ring. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, a ring. Okay. Okay. Well, how about this? Let's see if you could get your husband to say, country girl, shake it for me through your ring doorbell. <laughs> Don't go inside. You got to do this from the front porch. Okay. And you, one and, and you can't tell him you're trying to win tickets on B105 while you're doing this. All right. Can you hear him? Yeah, we can hear yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Shake right. country girl, shake it for me. No, you can't tell him. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, since you already told him what we want, he's got to sing it. Tell him to sing it. Yeah, sing it. Okay, hold on. Seriously, you got to sing it. Country girl, shake it for me, girl. Shake it for me, girl. Shake it for me. Oh, country girl. Yeah. Yeah. That was a long way to go, but we finally got there. Congratulations. Thank you. Oh, my God. I love him. Well, good. You're going to be seeing him in the pavilion on August 17th. I'm so shocked. Oh, my God. Well, that's a great one, and we'll do another pair of Luke or Dare tickets tomorrow right here on B105. More of the Big Dave Podcast. Good vibes today coming out of Delaware, Ohio, and courtesy of Debbie Rickabaugh. Uh, Debbie owns a graphic design firm, but that's not her heavy workload aside at her company. Debbie is also a Meals on Wheels volunteer and has been delivering food to those in need for the past 16 years. Wow, that's yeah, great. That's awesome. Needless to say, she's touched numerous lives in that time, but... Recently, she made an enormous impact on one of her recipients, a senior citizen named Dennis. Debbie met Dennis right before the pandemic started and bonded with him immediately. Now, I should let you know that Dennis is deaf, but can read lips. So he was able to follow what Debbie was saying when she would show up at his door with the food. That was until Debbie had to start wearing masks to deliver the food. Wow. What was once a highlight of Dennis's day was now just a random food drop-off without the ability to communicate. But Debbie decided to do something about that and began to learn American Sign Language. Again, since it was during the pandemic, there were no classes being offered, so she had to learn it on her own, oh, wow. and it was definitely a challenge. Debbie saying anybody can learn to sign single words, but when they're all strung together, that's when things get complicated. But Debbie did it. She learned sign language and is now able to carry on conversations with Dennis. And not only that, he's also teaching her more sign language wow. every time she stops by his house. This is a wonderful story by itself, but it has an even better ending 
because Debbie Rickabaugh was just honored for this and her outstanding service to the program for the past 16 years as the first ever Meals on Wheels Power of a Knock National Volunteer of the Year Award. Oh, How about that? Cool. From Ohio right here. <laughs> so to Debbie and Dennis, here's hoping you keep signing those conversations and keep those good vibes coming too. Thank you. B. B105. More of the Big Dave Podcast. It's the Big Dave Show. Dad joke of the day on B105. And this morning we've got Tim. He is a father of two from Westchester, and he delivers beer all day. Mm, my goodness, uh, are they hiring Tim? Uh, no. <laughs> There's not enough beer for that, right? Hey, give us that dad joke, buddy. Okay. What does a cat call a hummingbird? I don't know. What, what does, does a, a cat, cat call, call a hummingbird? Fast food. <laughs> very fast awesome. food Tim you have a wonderful day delivering those brewskis man and thanks for listening to B105 thank you yeah, you might want to tell that joke to Jesse and Anna this afternoon because they've got listeners calling in to tell their joke of the day and the first one to make them laugh out loud gets a family four pack of tickets to the Cincinnati Zoo okay, cool. yeah, it's called Quack Me Up <laughs> get it with the duck too, there too hey, thanks for checking out the Big Dave Podcast B105.com